everyone, welcome to the Alex Speaks Podcast, Episode 2, our Halloween special. My name's Yash, and I'm joined by my good friend Andrew, who will talk about announcements for the week. This week, we don't have very many announcements, but one very important announcement we have is that course registration for the spring is coming up. Make sure you have the classes that you want picked out in your shopping cart so you're ready for this for when that happens. On November 4th, Thursday, from 6 to 8 p.m., there's a Diwali event hosted by ACC happening in the Student Center. Now, those are all the announcements we have for this week. If you would like your announcements to be added in the future, you can go to our Instagram, which is in our show's bio. And from there, we have a link tree that will lead you to a form so that you can add your own announcements. Now, on to our sponsor segment. So, it's a spooky time of the year. Vampires roam the quad at night, werewolves shed their hair in the showers, students resort to witchcraft to pass exams, and some of us even worship an all-powerful skeleton named Dooley. But none of these compare to the spookiest thing of all, the mummified toilet seat gang of the first Elzer boys' bathroom. They're our sponsor for today's episode, and we can't say thank you enough. Just imagine how cold the toilet seats would be without all that wrapping. Never mind how useless the toilet becomes. The mummified toilet seats offer an experience like no other. And how often do you really get to use a toilet that makes no splash at all? I'll answer that question for you. Never. They must be gifts from our all-powerful skeleton overlord. Why else would they exist other than to prove that anything is possible in college? If a toilet can get wrapped in more toilet paper than you thought possible, then you can definitely get into med school. So I just wanted to give a huge thank you once again to the mummified toilet seats of Elzer Hall for sponsoring our podcast. Now, I have a very special guest for you guys today, introducing the one and only, Dooley. Oh, well, Dooley says he can't make it, and that is because he's embarrassed. Well, let's see what else we have. Let's cross Dooley out. Who else do we have, Andrew? Uh, what about toilet goo? We were talking about it to them earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, what about toilet goo? Call me. <laughs> Toilet's got a toilet. I see, I see. Well, toilet ooze can't make it either. Well, in that case, there is the Sini Spirit. No, come on. Nobody knows or likes the Sini Spirit. Guys, I'm right here. Oh, hello. Oh. We were looking for you. We were looking for you. Hi, Sini Spirit. Nobody ever thinks about me, the Sini Spirit. Oh. Oh, that's not true. Come on, Sini Spirit. We are so glad to have you on our podcast, the well-known, well-respected Sini Spirit. You care more about toilet goo than you do about the culture of Sini. That's not true. That's not true. You do so many important things. You're in one of the most important halls of campus. Everyone knows about you. Clearly not, but I suppose so. Well, you might not think you're important, but I heard from someone that you have a very important job. Do you ring the bell? Who told you that? I don't know. Just some gossip I heard. Well, when I was a child, I've always had the ringing the bell job. I wake up every morning and I ring the bell, and then I never sleep again. I woke up one time in my entire life, and since then I've only been ringing bells every day. It's just bells, bells, bells. Well, I wanted to let you know that we really appreciate that because if you didn't ring the bells, I wouldn't know what time it is and I would be late to my classes. So, thank Thank you, you, Sini Spirit. Spirit. We appreciate you. 
You're very welcome. So I actually have a question is, you woke up once, right? And you don't really know the concept of time, you can say, because you don't really sleep. You're just ringing bells all the time and stuff. So what do you do for leisure then? Well, for leisure, <clears throat> I go downstairs and every once in a while, there's a man inside of Sini. His name is Bill Shapiro. He's, he walks around every once in a while and sometimes they, they say that he was here before Sini was even built. He, they say that Sini was built using, he donated one of his ribs to Sini. And then after that, they used that to build the foundation. And ever, ever since then, he's lived inside of Sini. Well, that's some interesting knowledge. You do realize that this podcast is going to be heard, and he might hear these things. That's okay. He's heard many other things before, much worse than that. Whenever this building was built, of course, there was lots of war and anger and sadness. But Bill Shapiro is here to fix all of that. So every once in a while, I will go downstairs and I will thank him. And he will not know that I'm talking to him because I am a spirit. So he can't talk or see see you, but we can. Are you making yourself visible to us or are you, how are we able to see and speak to you? You guys can see me? Well, there's a... I don't really see you, but I see oh, an no. out, I see an outline. I see oh, kind of a hunchback, no. to be honest. I don't know. There's like I, a hunch in like like a part of the sheet. I don't you know. See part of my hunchback. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't I know. I did not know that you could see the hunchback. I have to go. No, see, spirit. No, 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 stay. Please stay. It's not bad. You clearly wanted me here really badly. I suppose I should stay. Yeah, yeah. We definitely yeah. wanted you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I, uh, so the students here, um, we all have food that we eat, right, from the dining hall, so I was wondering, what do you eat? You know, where do you eat? Do you eat? Well, I'm really glad you asked this question, because eating food is a really difficult task for me, and the dining hall staff has prepared a very specific type of meal for me to consume, because as you know, they cannot see my hunchback, which I've tried carefully to hide in the past. Sorry but about that. My hunchback, it, it needs to eat on its own. I do not need to eat. So what they do is they take a funnel and they take all of the excess water and coffee and other liquids that shall not be named that fall on the ground of littles every day and they sweep it up into a pile and then they funnel the gross, disgusting ooze liquid into my hunchback. Do you eat a lot of it? How big's your appetite? The hunchback has a back of its own. It does what it wants every once in a while. It gets really angry at me. And I must start consuming any liquid I see. Now, if you do not have, like, a corporeal form, if you were to ingest this liquid, do you just break it down and use all of it? Or where does the waste go? You do not want to know the answer to that question, my boy. The waste, it goes back into the JRC bathtub. And what you see there is really my hunchback ooze. Oh, 
I know you. Is that you, my old friend? Are you trying to be that I'm just your waist? You've known this from the beginning, Bilbo, son. Father, is that you? Toledus, Toledus, you said you were busy right now. We're interviewing someone. Get off the stage, get off the stage. Oh, bye. Bye, son. Alright, so before we move on, I'm just curious, your your interaction with Tola Ooze really was interesting. You referred to Tola Ooze as one, your son, two, your friend, and then also Bilbo. So I was wondering, you know, if relationships between spirits and apparitions work in a different way than human beings. Well, are you familiar with the Holy Trinity? As in the Christian religion? See that that, my boy. They made up the Holy Trinity because they they misinterpreted the spirit ooze Bilbo Trinity. You see, what Christianity is really is the Sini spirit. And now you understand why I'm so intent on making the culture of Sini spirit widely known. So you're telling me that they're that the most popular religion in the world is based off a hunchback spirit in well i have a name but yes yes it is oh you have a name it's not is it the speaking spirit or is it something different my name is marietta marietta as in marietta georgia no you idiot why would you think that because there's a town in Georgia called Marietta. No, there. I think I think I need to charge them with copyright infringement because that is my name and not their town name. Well, maybe the town was named after you. That would be too rational. Well, I guess that makes sense. You and Ooze are definitely irrational, so that makes sense. Ooze and I are very close pals. Do you have any other close pals? I have one close pal. His name is Bill Shapiro. Every day I walk into his office and I take a little peek. And he's in there every once in a while wearing his wolf shirts. And I have all of his shirts memorized. And sometimes I try to match his apparel. Even though he can't see you. Well, I try to make myself apparent to him, but you never know. Well, you, you could see my hunchback. <laughs> well, speaking of which, you you say you match your apparel with 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 Shapiro. So, what do you what do you wear in general? I was just wondering. I'm curious. Oh, you see, I am very interested in the fashion world. Even though nobody can see me, I still like to make myself seen, as some of us generally do and I care very much about fashion and weight um, and so every once in a while actually I take that back every single day I will put on my blazer with nothing underneath and I will match whatever color pants he is wearing with whatever color I have in my bell tower and I will I will I will put the, the blazer on and I will tend. I tend to wear capes as well. All right, I, I answered that question. You mentioned that you like to keep up with a fit shape and stuff like that. 
How do you work out? We know you ring the bell, and that's probably a very hard workout. But how else do you work out? When I'm not leisuring myself or wearing other clothing, um, I tend to get into some ath- athletic attire. And, um, well, you see William's gym. I have a close friend in William's gym. Uh, he, there is also a spirit there, but don't tell you I said that. And so I, I will communicate with my friend from the Williams gym, and I will go over there. And every once in a while, you know, when, when the, the, the weightlifting section is all messed up and this boy named Rohan tries to yell at us about it, um, <laughs> we, we, we will go in there and we will try to clean it up. Uh, and so most of my working out comes from picking up after messy boys in the Williams gym. And further than that, I mostly just ring the bells. Wow. Well, what time? What time do you do that? What time are you cleaning up? What time are you working out? You see, I do not understand the concept of time either. I just ring it whenever I feel like I want to. And it just happens to be at exactly 60 minutes after the last time I rang it. And on that note of time, it's about time for our podcast to be finished. Can I Thank- say one more thing? Absolutely. You are my one and only, Dr. Shapiro. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you, Sini Spirit, for joining us on today's podcast. It's about time for us to wrap up, like Andrew said. So let's go ahead and move on to our shout-outs for the week. We have three shout-outs today. Uh, the first one out is to Jack Wood, a.k.a. J-Dubs, for getting his bike stolen. This comes from your lunch therapists. Our second shout-out of the podcast is to Jonathan McCarthy Weaver, who actually had his birthday this past Thursday. So, Jonathan, if you hear this or if your friends hear this, happy birthday to you. We hope you had an amazing, amazing day and hope you have many good years ahead of you. And the third shout-out is to Dr. Shapiro. Thank you so much for being a great teacher. Um, We all love you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you guys next week. Later.